Hi there. You know, sometimes when you're going through your day and you're living your life and you're seeing what's going on in the world, it is crazy. Many times, I just want to reflect because this week I watched a video that just rocked my world because here I thought I was doing really good being a Christian that I was passionate that I was praying that I was witnessing that I was doing all the things that I know that God wants me to do and walking that narrow path so I thought truly when Paul says uh, to you know share in your sufferings I can't even begin to understand the level that he was talking about if you look in the scriptures in 2nd Corinthians chapter 11 you'll find that Paul the apostle actually talks about all the things that he went through. Now, I know none of us have went through this level of persecution in our lives. There's very few people in America that have been really persecuted for their faith. But the time is coming and dark days are coming. But we must understand that as things get darker, we shine brighter. But I want you to hear something about what Paul said. And Paul is trying to, uh, trying to stop. He's not trying to boast. But he says people will think he's boasting when he says these things. And if you listen to what he went through, he puts a little paragraph I've been together. beaten times without number, often in danger of death. Five times I received from the Jews 39 lashes. Can you even fathom that? That's where they take a whip, and according to the, um, according to legend, thirty-nine stripes is all you can handle. Forty would kill you. He's been beaten five times with thirty-nine stripes. Now, I know the Lord was beaten thirty-nine times, but. Paul was saying, I shared in his sufferings. I shared in the sufferings of Christ. And little, none of us have done this. None of us have taken these kind of beatings. None of us have been beaten within an inch of our life because we believe. And as much as I want to think that I did everything I was supposed to do, I've not obtained to any level where this person here at Paul the Apostle has. And the underground church in China, which when I watch this video that I'm going to play for you in a little bit, I was flabbergasted about what kind of passion, what kind of love they have for Jesus, how far they go, how deep they run, and as I read on, he was 39 lashes, then three times he was beaten with rods. 
Once he was stoned, three times he was shipwrecked, night and day, he spent adrift at the sea. He has been in frequent journeys, in dangers from rivers, in dangers from robbers, in dangers from his countrymen, in dangers from the Gentiles, in dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers at sea, dangers among the false brothers. I have been in labor and hardship through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, and often without food, in cold and exposure. Apart from such external things, there is daily pressure on me concerning all of the churches. And you thought you had it bad. All right, this is an exciting time for me as I share this video with all of you. I want you to know that as I said in the beginning when I talked about, about Paul the Apostle, and now I want to bring a presentation to you that I found on the web. And I want you to make sure you check out the link below. Click, I'm going to react to it. Uh, it was put together by a, a wonderful group of people. Uh, this is on a channel called Strong Tower. So if you get a chance to go to their uh, channel, and don't forget to like and subscribe uh, we talked about and i want you to listen carefully to what this guy says and listen to his commentary i am going to comment along the way and uh, you're just going to be floored i'm telling you these people are amazing and they put us to shame i wondered i thought and i wonder if i was even a christian after i listened to this and what they put, what they go through, and what they do. Listen to this. Seeing the explosion of God's power, like the underground church in China is experiencing. And in the last 60 years, China's communist government has done its best to wipe Christianity off the map. So think about that. For 60 years now, the underground church has been thriving and growing, and they have tried to put the communist chinese have tried to put this off the put the christians right off the map what you are but about to see, see is some of the rarest footage on the planet in this church the people wake up at 4:30 to come together for 2 hours to pray and worship they do how many of us would do that I mean, I have a hard enough time getting my butt out of the bed in the morning for a half hour of devotions. I mean, come on. Let's think about this. They get up at 4.30, and they go for two hours of praise and worship. All right. Let's see. This every day. Every day, too. They don't just do it one day a week. They this do it every church day. meets in the only place they're safe, a cave. They meet in a cave. Would you meet in a cave? Look at these people, man. Unbelievable. This church meets on a farm, far away from prying eyes. Here's an example of an underground church outreach. The people sitting are Christians. The people who are standing are not. This particular preacher was once crippled, but was healed when someone prayed for her. You know, that's another thing. They don't 
They don't sit there like we do and argue with each other about whether miracles are for today or tongues are for today or healing is for today or casting out demons is for today as you will see. I mean, they don't argue about this stuff. They don't have theological cemeteries where people go and are, you know, indoctrinated into all of these false doctrines that aren't even in the Bible. They just believe the scriptures. This person was healed. This pastor was healed. Now, according to this, see, a lot of this stuff that we hear, we don't know. We don't know what they go through. This is somebody went out and did this video, did the first hand of these people and got first hand information about what went on in them with them. And I believe every word. I believe it. I mean, even though you can't talk to them because if they get caught, they're dead. You get that? You get that? Somebody doing a video like I'm doing right now, if I was trying to do this in China, I'd be locked up. Maybe shot. She now preaches the good news of Jesus to anyone who will listen. In this particular meeting, over 1,000 people became Christians. When's the last time you heard of that? When's the last time you heard of 1,000 people coming to the Lord in a meeting? Here, Christians cast out demons from an 18-year-old girl. She's now a preacher. <laughs> now, this stuff is starting to happen here with because there is so much deliverance going on and healing and revival is coming. But honestly, I mean, these people, they just do what's in the Word. They don't follow these cessationists, and they don't follow the doctrines of all our stupid theological seminaries. I'm telling you, there is nothing wrong with getting trained and knowing your Bible. There's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say there was. But the problem is most of the doctrines that they teach don't line up with Scripture. So you have to know that going in. If you want to really study and learn your Bible and get a degree, that's wonderful. But remember, read your Bible and follow what it says. In Shanghai alone, there are over 3,000 house churches, just like this one. One thing Dennis pointed out to me was that most of the underground churches in China are actually led by young people. These kids have all come out of the communist system, and they want nothing to do with it. What a contrast to our country. <laughs> what a contrast. They've all come out of the communist system, and they want nothing to do with it. And we have kids here in college that saying, oh, we want communism here. Communism, we can do it right. You can't do communism right. And if you do communism, the crime of persecution you're seeing with these people is what you'll see here. It'll get worse and worse because communism is a godless, evil system. Okay, let's go. They only want to spread the love of Jesus to everybody they meet. This is a music school. Well, that's the cover anyway. It's really a training school for students who want to be pastors. Amazing. The government thinks they're simply learning to play instruments. They're learning to play instruments, all right. They're learning to walk in the Holy Spirit and be preachers. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? I'm just, like I said, it puts us to shame. 
One thing I quickly realized about the Chinese church is that it's a lot different from the American one. For one thing, they think a four-hour sermon is short. In this church service, it's 120 degrees inside the building. How many of you would stand in 120 degrees for four hours and listen to a preacher? Hmm? The people meet for 12 hours straight. They endure 120 degrees for 12 hours straight. Come on. Dennis told me one story about a time he went to a very remote village in China to preach. He was led into a large room where the people were packed so closely together that he had his back to the wall and could reach out and touch the row in front of him. Everyone stood. There was no room to sit. He asked how long he should preach for, and they told him from 8.30 to 7 at night. Then they asked him if it wasn't too much trouble, could you come back tomorrow and preach from 8.30 to 7 again? And then, very sheepishly, they asked again, if you'd be so kind, could you come back the day after that and preach from 8.30 to 7? He asked how often he should take breaks, and they told him not to stop. The people will wait. Then he asked them what he should preach on. Everything, they replied, from Genesis to Revelation. They're so hungry. And in this country, we have the freedom to hear and listen to the Holy Scriptures all the time on audio, video, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. How much of our day is spent wasting and scrolling our life away with that cell phone? Come on, folks. And then it dawned on him. These people had no Bibles. The first time I went to church, I felt the atmosphere there was really good. I found true meaning in life. I found a peace that I never felt before. Peace in the Lord. So I can say without reservation, I will follow God for the rest of my life. After the service, my soul felt especially sweet and joyful. Lord, how wonderful it will be if we can meet like this every day. I lay away for three nights, overwhelmed with joy. I thought, Lord. Okay. So I just wanted to play that last part. The song and that singing is so moving and so touching. And they meet every day, every day. And we in our country, we in the United States, we go to church and we bicker and fight with one another. And we can't get along. A lot of our churches are all messed up with arguments and spirits that aren't Holy Spirits. And that's why we so desperately need um, deliverance and healing and true salvation being preached. We really don't get it. We really don't. I mean, I'm preaching to myself. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm just, I'm like, I really need to do, I need to double up my efforts, triple up my efforts, quadruple my efforts, do whatever efforts I have to do to really get to the place where these people are, I, I don't know, it's going to be um, almost impossible because we're just too coddled. We don't know what it's like to be denied. Our whole country is based on the freedom of religion from Europe so they could come and worship God as they please and how they pleased. And yet, we are, we are so blessed in so many ways and so many things to everything that we have 
we're just drenched in the scriptures and drenched in preaching. We should be the most powerful Christians on the face of the earth. And yet we're weak and we're miserable because the enemy runs roughshod over us all the time. And, and without the oppression, we don't even have oppression on us. And if we don't take a stand and quit bickering about our theology and start following the scriptures and taking our authority over the devil and start walking as we should walk and doing what we should do, I'm telling you, what's coming is dark. What's coming to America is bad. Can you imagine these kids? They came out of communism. Who out there? Are you listening to this? If you are uh, in school and your teachers are trying to indoctrinate you into some type of communistic or uh, some type of socialistic way and the uh, freedom of speech is being uh, just stamped on and pushed on because somebody's going to be offended and these people aren't offended. They're not offended to talk about Jesus. In the middle of communist China, where they're taught there is no God, where they're taught that it's all you, by just preaching the love of Jesus and showing that the Bible is true and following God's way. Jesus, I've done videos on this. You can go check them out. The pattern on the mountain, knowing what is true, that God said that anyone that Jesus himself said, if anyone believes in me, the things that I have done, they will do, and greater works will they do. And these people are proving it. And I talked about Paul in the beginning and how he was persecuted and how he was beaten so many times. Five times with 39 stripes. And we get upset with our pastor when he goes longer than 40 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. And we can't stand a praise and worship session that might go more than five songs. This is just too long. It's just too long. This is absolutely unacceptable. Think about it. Where are you in your walk? Where are you in your heart? Are you able to get up in the morning, half hour early, and spend a half hour with the Lord? These guys get up and do it for two, four, two hours, 4.30 to 6.30. Could you do that every day? Oh, I got my life. I got my kids. I got, you know, they, they live their lives too. And I'm sure they live under a lot more oppression. And I'm sure they live under a lot harder life than you. I'm sure they don't have fancy cars, a beautiful garden, and plenty of food. I'm pretty sure that they struggle along and starve sometimes. I'm pretty sure they're worried about being hauled away and thrown in prison. I'm pretty sure that that all happens. So... Like I said, I'm preaching to myself. All I can say is, as you see this, 
what we need in this country is people that'll do that. They'll get up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm going to quadruple whatever my efforts I have to do to be more like this and to be more. I thought I was passionate. I thought I was rocking it until I saw this. But who's really rocking it? 